0: night's debate. It got very big ratings. And you know what? Mini Mike didn't do well last night. I was going to send him a note saying it's not easy doing what I do, is it? It's not easy. It's not easy, Mike. Not easy for any of them. No, Mike didn't do too well. He went way down. It's all right. Mini Mike. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Trump at a rally. uh,
1: Not his hottest night. If you've ever done improv, you know, some days you're just firing on all cylinders. And some days the ideas are just not coming. I've I've heard him better. I feel like he thinks he just needs to mention these things to get under people's skin or because people will replay them in clips or or something. He just needs to touch on all these different items. Well, and the crowd guffaws. right. Just for the ridiculousness and novelty of hearing the president of the United States say stuff like that. Trump just, his, I'm afraid it's making him lazy as a performer. Trump at his rally in California goes on with some of the other... I, I'm sorry, in Colorado goes on with some of the other candidates.
0: How about Kloppa Did you see her? She chuffed. She chuffed. Wow. She chuffed. She couldn't breathe. Alfred E. Newman looked at her and said, something slightly derogatory, and she said, are you accusing me of being dumb? Who would make a statement like that? <laughs> because that's really what he was doing, but he doesn't want to say that. Now, no, how about that? Are you saying I'm dumb? Yeah, that was perhaps. the end of her campaign in my book, you know. You don't say that, even if it's true, you don't say that, huh?
1: It's just wow, wow! He really, really needs to do a, a, a talk show. <laughs> I mean, just like an hour or two a day. Oh boy, does he have any plan when he walks out on the stage for any of that stuff? Loose, probably. Loose, going to touch on the candidates, going to touch on the economy. How about the Oscars? The military. That just popped into his head. The didn't Oscars? It? No, that that was off off the cuff. We'll play and that again later. Off of his navy blue cuff. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So uh meanwhile, the the big story in the uh the lame stream media, New York Post, New York Times, Washington Post, I keep confusing the two for some reason today, but anyway, it's that a uh, senior US intelligence official told lawmakers last week that Russia wants to see President Trump reelected, as his administration is more favorable to the Kremlin's interests, according to the Ruskies. Now, let's just go ahead and say Adam Schiff supplied this story. Yeah, and I jump in here that I see those headlines and then I don't even read them anymore because I don't have any idea what's true or not. And, right. and I found out in the past that a lot of the juicy stuff turned out to just not be true, so I just don't read them anymore. Right. I don't know if other people do or what. But. Well, I tell you what, you're going to hear this story. NBC is leading with it. And it's just, it's it's everywhere. But this is a great example of, you know, what Laura Logan said. I can read a uh, news story in the New York Times and not sing find a, a single fact. Uh, this reminds me of that. It's clearly a story from Adam Schiff because he was humiliated in the whole Mullergate thing.
0: Got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen. Well, and mm.
1: he's humiliated by the thinness of his neck, wow. clearly, e- e- etc., Um. But it goes into, after learning of that analysis, the president yelled at uh, Joseph McGuire, the DNI at the time, uh, for disloyalty, etcetera. etc. Cetera. Uh, everybody's anonymous. Uh, and then it says, it's not clear what specific, what specific steps, if any, U.S. intelligence officials think Russia may have taken to help Trump, according to the individuals. So this is an anonymous story of vague breezes coming from the Kremlin that that, uh, that the Kremlin might favor Trump. That's all that's going on in this story. And you get Lawrence O'Donnell on MSNBC, and here's what he says. The president is a Russian operative. That sounds like the description of a bad Hollywood screenplay, but it is real. And it is Vladimir Putin's greatest achievement. Decades after America's victory in the Cold War and the collapse of the Soviet Union, the president of the United States is now helping the president of Russia... Help the President of the United
0: States to get reelected so that the President of Russia
1: will have four more years of the President of the United States who he wants in the Oval Office. Wow. So, uh, my question is I'm looking at the list of the journalists who've written these stories. And are they. Is it just. It's such a, a good thing, a hot thing to be a resistance person that motivates them, or or what? And I'm confused because they're very bright people. How can they not see that to the extent that this might be true? This is Vlad Putin thinking, all right, how do I keep them whipped up and at each other's throats? I'm getting the feeling that the... Uh, Trump is our guy thing is still got some play left in it. Yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and we'll just start. Hey, guys, post on the Internet or whatever that Trump is totally in the bag for us and and alert a couple of journalists and we'll go. It's just so obvious what's happening here, and I'm not going to list their names. Some of them are nice people and the rest of it, and I don't want to get into some war with friends, but how do these journalists get so passionate about this stuff when it's so obvious what's happening? I don't know. I don't know that. I just, I don't know. Ideology trumps intelligence all the time. And I don't mean like the director of national intelligence. I mean being smart. Um, We got this text. uh, You got to watch the Trump rallies to really appreciate it. Like when he mentioned Amy Klobuchar, he choked himself with his hands. It was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm not sure I have enough free time to watch all the Trump rallies these days. There are quite a few of them. Oh my God! Did you know there's another debate on Tuesday? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh no! This is NCing time, as I said yesterday. He got the primary tomorrow or the caucus tomorrow in Nevada, which Bernie is gonna walk away with. And then anybody who was left who wasn't calling him the front runner has got to submit at that point. Yeah, um, good. Well, th- Tuesday is actually not NCing time; it's SCing time. It's South Carolina ing time, and that's where the debate is. And I wonder if it's gonna be another. Uh, you know, uh, free-for-all, another bloodbath. yeah. so you got the the caucus tomorrow, debate on Tuesday in South Carolina, then the primary in South Carolina on Saturday, a week from tomorrow. And then a couple of days later is Super Tuesday. Yeah. So I mean, it's all coming together really fast in like the next nine days. finally, finally, finally Actual after, after... And, and elections and yeah. results. and I wonder if you were right the other day when you said uh, Bloomberg was at his peak and it's downhill from here and God. That'd be something. Well, there are a couple of developments on the Bloomberg was terrible front. Uh, number one, some of his aides are saying we prepped him completely for those questions, the obvious questions, the the woman thing, the sexual harassment thing, the stop and frisk thing. We had him down cold, and he just went off the uh, the the script. And then on the other hand, you have his ca- chief campaign strategist saying it's my fault. I did a poor job of. Uh, it's me. It's on me. Uh, which is clearly just falling on your sword for the boss, which is part of your job. But uh, the commentators I've heard talking say, all right, he could shrug off the first bad debate because he's spending a zillion more dollars this week on ads. Uh, But if it's twice, eh, that's like the the second gunshot wound. That's the one that gets you. He has now officially spent more money than Barack Obama spent on his entire campaign in 2008. How long has he been uh, spending money like this in the primary? Is it like a couple of months, December or something like that, but I mean we're wow. early we're early in the process, yeah you usually you spend the bulk of your money once you get the nomination. you're running for president for several months, oh, nationwide yeah. well, I know That's I know when it. you spend your money, right. and he's already spent more than Barack Obama spent in an entire campaign to get elected president. well, everybody's uh, oh actually, you know what the New York Times has this big narrative going about this election is a referendum on billionaires. And their role in our society. What? One candidate said there should be no billionaires. Two of the candidates are billionaires. And billionaires, uh, you know, something that they were going to full on, you know, like uh, left-wingy populist. And uh, I think it'd be really interesting and funny if, if the billionaire spends a billion dollars and America says, no, thanks just moves on. All that money just went, up, went to prop up TV and radio, I think which, be be, which is appreciated, believe me. That would probably be the best news to just make it clear to everyone. You really, really can't buy an election. Yeah, I mean, it's always been true, but even if you throw a billion dollars at it, you still can't buy an election. Yeah, Bloomberg, I think, is kind of a, a poor test case because he's so charisma-free. He's just not a likable guy. Ah, oh, he might have been fine for New York, but uh, he's just the. You don't like somebody telling you how much pop you're allowed to drink on ugh. a daily basis? Ugh. Who'd freaking vote for that? You know, uh, there are enough people who would vote for that that it makes me insane. Yeah. But you've at least got to be a charismatic nanny state, you know, buffoon. He's just not a likable guy. So. so I could teach anybody to be a farmer. What are jury watchers saying about the Harvey Weinstein jury as it has been out for several days now? What does that likely mean? Among other things, the CEO of Victoria's Secret has stepped down amid controversy. Uh, what did he do? Well, I guess I'll stay tuned. You will stay tuned. Their bras are too shiny. I happen to know you're contractually obligated to stay tuned. Grrr. You don't have any choice. He's got me there. And more Trump from the rally. Stay tuned. <laughs>
0: greedy. There's a hole in the sky where a tree once stood. Such a lack of light and sound. All that's left is bare muddy ground. A magnificent tree was murdered. The mighty dollar cut it down. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. There's a I up. Bring
1: it up, Michael. Somebody's making money There's a hole in the sky In the sky but For freedom not belong to you or me There's a hole That's in so the good. sky in right, the sky back, put that to music That was quite something <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, Well, he number one has a budget and, and staff bigger than ours Plus, <laughs> the, there's do stuff Apparently, why didn't any of <laughs> you guys do that? Wow. Why didn't I do that? And to turn um, something fun negative. Why'd you <laughs> that, do that? That's really good, though, Glenn. Nice job. That was really good. Yeah. And we still the get... The infamous tree song. We're still getting texts from people to say, please, please, you got to stop. <laughs> I can't get that song out of my head. You're I know. Me. I know. Hey, coming up in a little bit, we'll retouch on meth. Joe mentioned this the other day. Meth has made a comeback. It was. It seems so '90s or early 2000s, but meth has made a comeback. Right, right. Stay and, tuned, and for the... you're going to be longing for old meth that you know had people scabby and and soulless, and their teeth falling out because that was weak weak tea. Compared to the new meth. Well, I'll spill the tea on the meth stats coming up. Right, a lot of tea around here. Um. So uh, listen, the uh, souvenir store at Mount Vernon, George Washington's estate. I heard this. Well worth a visit. They are no longer selling souvenir false teeth. You're probably familiar with the 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 uh, the urban legend for years that his dentures were made of wood. They weren't. Then for years and years and years, I was told they're made of they're made of ivory. Point point one point would be what difference does it make? Oh, oh, who cares? Well, just yeah. But I mean, really if you matter. hear a hundred times in your life that his teeth were made of wood and Which they weren't, did. what's going on there? I don't know. What what the hell? That's just odd. People are odd. But anyway, now apparently it's not ivory. It's human teeth pulled from the mouths of his slaves. Whoa, easy. That actually happened? According well, I, I, that's what they say. On Wednesday, Mount Vernon oh, said a on second. Twitter, yes? it's, it's bad all the way around. I mean, it, there's no there's no uh, really good version of this, but is it like your slave had a bad tooth, and so it was pulled, which you would do to anybody just to avoid infection and pain? Sure, and then you got a tooth. What are you going to do with it? Or did they say, hold still, the boss needs some teeth. Oh, boy. Well, I'm going to get to that. Okay. I'm going to get to that. Mount Mount Vernon said on its uh, Twitter feed it would remove the uh, magnet, uh, fun false teeth magnet, from its store. That is fun. Uh, It's been known for years that Washington paid about six pounds for nine teeth. a Pound and a half per tooth, interesting. uh, That were pulled from slaves' mouths. The payment is recorded in the 1784 ledger. I'm surprised I've never heard this before, but for now, I'll accept its accuracy provisionally. Uh, The fact has received renewed attention following publication of a revisionist biography. Mm. Mm. Mount Vernon on its website notes that while the slaves received payment, it does not change the fact that they essentially had no choice in giving up their teeth. But they also say that selling teeth and hair was common in the 18th century. So look, selling hair, I, I wish you I wish you could sell hair now. I'd, I'd be like a sheep. I have thick, lustrous hair, as you know, Jack, and um, I I would just grow it long, shave it, grow it long, shave it, well, and be who's, a little side hustle. Who's buying it for what reason? Hair? Yeah. bald fellers. Hey, beautiful hair. Oh, thank and Knitting you. some. Thank you. Crappy looking wig out of it. Are you calling my hair crabby-looking? No, but... Would you like to take this out? When I try to fashion it into (laughs) hair to fit my head, I don't think it's going to look real good. Well, it depends on the skill of your wig maker. Wigs were big back in the day. And then if I'm missing a tooth and you give me a tooth, how do I attach that to my mouth back in the 1700s? You made dentures out of it okay to, to fit around your gums i don't know exactly what the technology was but so here you got a couple of layers of of if number 1 they were slaves so yeah they weren't in a great bargaining position but if they were paid the going rate and people routinely did this then well, well, how bad a deal is it well again to me the issue is is this you're going to get your you had to get your teeth pulled anyway and it's my property well, and I'm selling it, or did you hold down people with perfectly healthy teeth and pull them out of their head? That happened, yeah, because people would get paid a lot of money for it. That that A pound and a half back in the day, that was a lot of cash. And remember, nobody got their wisdom teeth pulled, so people's mouths were all crowded and had extra teeth or lost some teeth. Or whatever. I'm not saying I'm in favor of this. It sure it's sounds not, like you're in favor it's, of this. It. It's not abhorrent. It was a common practice. Sounds pretty abhorrent. Uh, You know, I should probably point out at this point, I don't give a damn what they sell or don't sell at the Mount Vernon gift shop. All right. (laughs) It's a tourist trap. Just go pay your respects at the tomb, the rest of it. Uh, It's one of uh, the favorite things I've ever done in my life was visiting Mount Vernon and uh, and standing there at Washington's tomb. Uh, George and Martha are buried right there and and thinking about the, the father of the country, the inventor of the, the chief executive who willingly gives up power, practically. um, It was a great, great experience. Buy a book or something, not wacky, chattering refrigerator, magnet teeth. <laughs> All right? All right, then. Well, do a little Wikipedia read of uh, Washington and the history instead of buying some magnetic Washington's teeth. Meanwhile, I'll sell you my entire head of hair for $1,000 right now. First come, first serve. If you you need it,
0: Armstrong and Getty. Uh The Armstrong and Getty Show. Did you love your children? And if you don't love your children, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. Who the hell knows? If you don't love them, don't leave. Don't leave that beautiful farm to your children. Give it to somebody else, okay? If they don't treat you well, don't leave a damn thing. Are you listening, Donnie? Are you listening, Donnie?
1: Wow. What the? Trump (laughs) at his rally yesterday. I, I don't Yeah, okay. Trumpet is his stand-up gig. Let's just start calling them stand-up gigs. Crowd likes it. I guess they are rallies. People lined up for days in some cases. Those people are weirdos, like people who wait outside of Best Buy when a new iPhone comes out. But uh, people, uh, the line was hours deep to get into the thing. No no doubt about it. We're exciting, famous celebrities, you and I, Jack. Uh, Normal people. Average people. Normal people don't wait for days for anything. No normal person to waits for days. see the president? Only for time days? anybody from that part of the country has ever seen the president. No, no normal person oh. camps on the sidewalk oh. for a phone for a Star Wars movie, movie to see a speech for anything. This is the ugly sound of elitism, my friends. <laughs> Respond no. by email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. <laughs> Noted elitist Jack Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> Just look at <laughs> me. 415 I'm dripping with elitism <laughs> and denim. <laughs> The text line is 415-295-KFTC. I got a couple of different things. First one, a little serious. Joe mentioned this the other day, how meth has made such a comeback thanks to Mexico. And uh, Laura Logan let us know that pretty much 100% of meth comes from Mexico. The, the There's no reason to make meth in your trailer. It just there's it doesn't make sense. It's too big a crime. It's too dangerous. It costs too much, and you can't make any profit. Right. It's, it's like it's... if I was brewing up some sort of terrible gin in my bathtub that was twice the price of Tangare. I wouldn't sell any. But it was very dangerous. Yeah, good point. And you'd spend a long time in jail if you got caught. Yeah, I have this straight from cops' mouths. It's pure, and it is cheap, and it's all from Mexico. Front page of USA Today today, like locusts, a new wave of meth hits. It's not... uh, It was the hot thing in the 90s? It's when it really peaked, or it seemed like it did? Um, The 23 drug task forces funded through the way they get funded saw a 16% a 1600% jump in meth seized from 2015 to 2019 wow uh, they don't have the 2019 numbers uh, all of them yet but so it's made a huge comeback you know what's uh, one way you could look at it this is an amazing example of how the free market works that american meth production was stamped out yet there was still an enormous uh market for it Still, great demand for well, it. Well, there was a great, so a supplier stepped in. There was a great demand for getting uh, checking out of reality, mm-hmm. and uh, and other things became a better option apparently for price and availability and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Right. Uh, but like you said, then this came back and it's it's easier. So we simply moved like a herd of locusts from one drug to another. Says this person who's studying it. Meth is the replacement for the crack of old. We go from opioid pain pills to opioid heroin to opioid fentanyl. To stimulant meth is the way it's gone over the last several years. Yeah, yeah, people just desperate to be out of their heads, man, 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 man. Don't start down that road. I've been enjoying the uh, the the hard seltzer lately. It's an excellent golf course drink. It's five percent alcohol. You stay hydrated because, you know, it's not that much alcohol for the amount of fluid you take in. That's why I liked 3-2 cores Light. It was like yeah. a can of water, which just a little bit uh, of, make me not think about my day. Just to take the edge off. Yeah, huh? Exactly. Just to stop the shaking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but I'm, I'm reminded of your uh, oft-given advice to people who are literally killing themselves with these horrific drugs. Why don't you drink Or at At, least try it. At least you can do that openly and get help openly. And, you know, yes, it's addictive and yes, it kills people and yes, it ruins people's lives, but in in, in a different way and not quite so quickly. Right. And you can generally keep keep your teeth in your head. Uh, This is an interesting one. Scabby and toothless is no way to go through life, son. Keith Ellison. Still a congressperson? He's a congressperson currently. Anyway, it's not really important who he is. Tweeted, I have never seen Bernie Sanders supporters being unusually mean or rude. Can someone send me an example of a Bernie bro being bad? Are we holding all candidates responsible for the behavior of some of their supporters waiting to hear? Retweeted by Steve Scalise, who said, I can think of one example of Bernie bros being bad. Okay. As a Bernie bro showed up to the baseball field and shot him in the head. Oh, oh, I don't know oh. if that's fair or not. Oh. I don't know if that's fair or not. I generally don't hold the crazy people who they were into that day on Facebook uh, politically to, to account for politicians. For no, I day appreciate day. your consistency on that. The mainstream media constantly tries to hold you know Trump responsible for the acting out of the lunatic fringe. But, yeah, I'd agree. I mean, you, just, you can't fashion really anything to uh, keep that 1% in control. And then a little thing I wrote read about a book review that might uh, I might dig up some info for the show on. I'll read this from the dispatch. Some of the best writing out there pairs a subject that's utterly mundane, and but part of our lives with an author who's fanatically devoted to the subject, hmm. knows everything there is to know about it, and is absolutely dying to share the fandom with you. Which is why you ought to take a minute to read, it's not a book, it's an essay, by Alec Beggs about potato chips, Frito-Lay, and the creation, marketing, and cultural takeover of the culinary concept of crisp. (sighs) They invented the idea of crisp and took over the nation and made billions of dollars off of it and convinced us we all need to have a certain level of that. This is something I've never spent a single second thinking about. Utterly mundane, as they said. Uh, but fascinating. Yeah. So I'll give it a look. And if it is fascinating, I'll bring you, uh, some of the information. Crisp. I mean, they didn't invent apples. Apples are crisp, aren't they? But yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know what it's yeah. like to be a, uh, a meth person, but like potato chips, <laughs> I can pretty easily... Or Fritos. We had Fritos the other day. Yeah, so that's uh, a bastard chip. I don't like fantastic it. Fantastic Fritos. I had a bag of Fritos Please. around, I think, left over from the Super Bowl. But I can easily not eat a Frito. But if I eat one, I'm I'm doomed. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to eat a pound of Fritos if I eat one Frito. Mm. But I know that, so I don't have that first Frito. Yeah. See, I'd rather eat a dead rat than a Frito, but... <laughs> Um, there, there are several oh, That's a strong position you have taken. There are several foods that are not allowed in the house For that, that simple reason and, and potato chips are at the top of that list You don't even allow potato chips in your home No, I have these pretzel crisps that I should not have in my home I should be eating like no carbs But Judy says, you want me to get some of those? And I say, uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, get some They're so good yeah. And they're they're baked So theoretically they're better for me yeah well, i I was I gonna know. use the excuse of having kids of having this stuff. I shouldn't let my kids eat it, but we do, and uh, that's why we have potato chips and varieties of things like that. Have they tried a nice crispy carrot? <laughs> <laughs> a stock of celery is crispy as well. I do regularly get the who can make the loudest crack with the carrot game going just to no. uh, get them into eating the carrots? We'll eat a lot of carrots just because of that. Now, is that breaking it with your hands? We buy the little what's the, what do they call the little carrots? They have a name little carrots Big no, carrots. no, they got a different name than they yeah. they got like a uh, a charming they, name. It's like the little... caratinas. The little... (laughs) The little oranges are called cuties, right? Caratets. And uh, kids like them more because they're called cuties. Isn't it Um, baby... um, But there's a name for little round carrots that's got kind of a... It makes kids think they're fun. They're pre-skinned and everything. Yeah. Anyway, you can really make a loud snapping sound, and we get into a game of who can make the loudest snap, and I can fool them into eating like ten of those. Oh, nice. By saying, that was pretty loud. I'm not sure it was louder than this. Crack. Yeah. Yeah. Try again. That's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, good. It works. You, and you don't dip them ranch dressing or well, anything I've like never that. had ranch dressing, but uh, <laughs> my, my son really likes ranch dressing. <laughs> you live on a ranch. <laughs> What's the matter with you? It's a delicious, creamy American staple. Um, the front page story in the USA Today that I mentioned about meth, one thing it mentions is we try to get them off the drug they're on and we're treating these people that have been addicted to all these different things. What do you do from somebody who was on heroin? fentanyl some sort of like prescription drug that they were abusing somehow right right and now meth what do you do for somebody like that how much how many taxpayer dollars should we spend on that person i don't know how that's much, a very good question well how much money should we confiscate from you to to ha- straighten them out it's an inter- yeah it's, a, it's an interesting question kind of a deep one if you get into the whole socialized medicine thing then you get into uh, Bloomberg-style pater- paternalism. If I'm going to pay for your I'm fat treatment, then I get to slap the Fritos out of your hand. Right? How can how can you possibly make me, and this is one of the great principles I've learned in my life, how can you make me accountable if I'm not responsible? How can you put the bill on me which means literally I'm accountable, I have to pay the account, if I'm not responsible for what goes in your maw, that's that's completely unfair. The person who is accountable must be responsible. And Jack and I learned that early in our career because we'd have these bosses, some of whom were fine, some of whom were just complete numbskulls, but they say, oh, no, 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 listen, boys, yeah, I was once on the air, and I'll tell you how to do your job, and 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 they would, like, have real strong opinions on what we ought to do. But if the show got no ratings, we would get canned, not them. And so we finally figured out if we're going to be accountable, we need to be responsible. But, you know, it's one of the great flaws of socialism. Yeah, well, yeah, if you go full on, uh, uh, we're paying for each other's health care, yeah, how do I not stand outside of McDonald's and say, no, 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 you're not going in there. You're not going in there. All right? Um, we just got this text. I work at San Joaquin County Hospital. We've been saying for the last two years that this new meth, in quotes, is an epidemic that nobody is talking about. Grandparents come in regularly with meth overdoses. I love how now it's such a newfound thing as the media is finding out about it. As opioids have gone away, meth use has skyrocketed across all demographics. Wow. It's super pure. Part of it is people that are used to doing meth do this and then they 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 you know they end up in the hospital because they're not used to it yeah. being this pure. Yeah. They use it like it was the old stuff. I guess. And so the same amount just yeah. puts them over exactly. the head. Drinking right. vodka like that, three two beer you f- you yeah. favored. Yeah. In your ute. Why that's interesting. That's uh, that Kids I mean... don't do the meth. Oh my gosh. How much it, it, it is? It I, I swear it sucks people's souls out of them. Somebody on the text line, if I wanted to buy meth right now, I live in a, an urban area. What, what would be the easiest way to do it? Where would I go? And how much would it cost me? Okay. Text, text line, four one five two nine five 295 kftc I'm guessing I could go down and uh, ask some of the urban campers around our parking lot. Yeah. And they either have it on them or they know somebody. Oh, yeah, I just wander out to Main Street. And say, hey, do you One, know... 123 Main Street? I'm, I'm hoping to score a little max, Right next you know to the know? hardware store? Exactly. No, the Main Street right out there. Oh, okay. I feel like um, Joe would have better success. Jack, you put off a lot of undercover cop vibes. <laughs> I don't think anyone would answer if you just start wandering around. <laughs> hey, where's drugs? <laughs> I would like to purchase some illegal drugs, please. Yeah, the illegal kind. The more illegal, the better. Yes. 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 You don't think I'm square, do you? <laughs> where, where are the lawbreakers? Point me, put me toward the lawbreakers. <laughs> But uh, what would it cost me, and where would I get it? Meth, the pure, the good meth. Four one five two nine five KFTC. He said uh he spent uh, four hundred and sixty million dollars to wind up on stage talking about non disclosure agreements. I understand, by the way, that since the debate uh he's uh asked everyone who watched the debate to sign a non disclosure agreement. Uh, so hopefully none of it none of it will uh leak and that's just another four hundred and sixty bazillion dollars or or however many it is. Mark Stein commenting on the debate, which was the most watched Democratic debate of all time. That's something. People are whipped up. You know, we've talked about it. They identify themselves through their politics, and it's a part of them and the resistance and everything else. 20 million people tuned in. I don't know if that will go and up or That's just traditional TV. Like, yeah, there's plenty yeah. of people like me who watched it online. Yeah, yeah. That'll go up or down on Tuesday in uh, South Carolina? I don't know. So, meth is in the news again. It's on the front page of the USA Today. As yeah, it is, we are uh, trying to score some. we uh, Have any luck? It's p- p- pure from Mexico and uh, and easy to get. Cheap. Now, I was wondering, I asked, if I wanted to get some right now, where would I probably go? Several texters said there's probably somebody you work with that could get it for you. Just ask around the office. I got <laughs> a couple ideas. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think that's a great idea. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be walking around. Hey, just a... Uh, just curious if you can, uh, you know, find me some meth. We got this you know text. Anybody? I was wondering what it costs and where you get it. The homeless camps are a marketplace for meth. Oh, uh, So any of your homeless camps. A couple of crystals are less than $10. I don't have any concept of how long a crystal lasts me, but how do I know my daughter is a meth addict, says this texter. We live in an upscale city. My daughter can score a hit in 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, less than five minutes. She's been in and out of rehabs for over a year. It's like having a child with cancer. It's by far the worst thing that's ever happened to my wife. And me, and we wouldn't wish it upon anybody. I don't doubt it. Upscale area, kids a meth addict, in and out of rehabs, and those only work if you want to quit. Once it gets its hooks into you, I mean, oh boy. Oh boy. Wanting to quit's a heck of a thing. Um, Jack, you could wander around the office and say, uh, I'm looking for some speed or crank, chalk, wash, trash, dunk. Dunk? gack, Pookie. Can I see your pookie? Cookies, Christina, Nodos, White Cross, Cotton Candy, Rocket Fuel, Scooby Snacks. There are also several slang terms for the act of getting high by taking meth, Jack. You should be aware. Getting geared up, chicken flipping, hot rolling. <laughs> chicken flipping? Getting, uh, maybe the chicken's done on one side, hmm? Hot rolling, getting fried or foiled, tweaking, zooming, getting scattered or spun out. Hey, guys, says this texter. I'm not proud, but I've tried and now have what I call an addiction to meth. I know at least three guys who sell or can get it easy. $20 will get you more than you need. I have had to disown friends to keep away from the drug. I pray every day to keep strong. Never try because once a once can definitely lead to more. One time. Oh, yeah. According to this guy. Yeah. Wow. We'll, we'll, we wish you well, my friend. Keep fighting the good fight. God damn you don't it. want your soul chewed up and to run down the sewer, which is what meth does to a lot of people. I mean, it just it dehumanizes people. That's what makes me so sick. I mean, a meth junkie has lost their humanity to a large extent. I mean, if you go, you know, far enough down that road, right? Uh, any place you find urban campers, there's somebody that can get you meth. Jack meth can also be mixed with other illicit drugs in order to intensify its effect or alter the effects, etc. Come, slang names for these combinations include fire, shabu, twisters, hugs and kisses, biker coffee, or party and play. So this person says, and they write with authority. I mean, there's a great deal of deal of detail for here for anybody who'd want to make this up. Yeah. Um. Uh, with Five years ago in San Diego, a pound would cost me 800 to $1,200. A pound must be somebody who's dealing it, right? If you're yeah. buying it by the pound. That's that's more than recreational use. $800, yeah. 8, 800 well, to $1,200 like a Costco. pound. You get a, big, uh, you get a big container of it. It lasts a long time. You pay a little while. I'm sorry, the other way around. Uh, it's currently 800 to $1,200 a pound. Just five years ago, I was paying fifteen to $22,000 a pound, and it's more pure now. Wow So for better meth, the price has dropped well from eight hundred it's eight hundred when it was fifteen thousand Wow, just five years ago. Wow that's incredible. Wow the further you get away from the southern border this is a person in San Diego the farther you get away from the border, the price goes up obviously, but nowhere near what the price was five ten years ago well that's thats so that's a lot of the problem then is it's just so dang cheap Wow Huh. Build bridges, not walls. So I work. Cartels can transport the meth along the bridges. We got this text. I work security just down the street from your studio. Every week, I see a county vehicle shows up and does a needle exchange. At the same time, a drug dealer showed up to see to uh, to sell heroin and other mixed cocktails. Oh okay. yeah, so it's nearby the radio station. If I wanna. Go down that road. If I, if I have a rough day today, I might hit the meth pretty hard. Well, if you're a, a drug dealer and you don't show up to the needle exchange and, and see who's coming and going, say, hey, can I help you out? You're a fool. You're, you're bad at your job. Uh-huh. God, I don't know what we're going to do with this situation. So many of those homeless people are meth addicts. We've got to get them treatment, Jack. That's what That's you a hear. a great phrase to throw out there. Yeah. The reality of it is much more difficult and expensive and uh, unlikely to succeed. Well, and every time the government has thrown money at the problem, the amount of fraud has been just astonishing. Somehow we got to get people to stop stop starting. Yeah. The next crowd and I don't know how you do that either.